0: You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to find out more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com where you'll find all of our past podcasts and other blog posts that we have up, along with some other items that you can purchase to help support the Beardcast. So we hope you enjoy listening to this week's show. You're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast hosted by Matt Franks and Zach Bechtold. So um, this week, uh, looking um, at kind of the lectionary and, and just when we're kicking around ideas, we, we thought we'd talk a little bit about um, the good old John the Baptist. And um, so Zach, as you uh, think about John the Baptist in your minus six degree weather, um, what is, uh, what stirs up in your mind? If you're watching the video, despite the sun that's blasting my eyes right now, it's
1: cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that's about all I can think about. Um, no. So, so John the baptizer uh, see what I did there. Um, yeah. I, I I like him um, because he he brings he brings such a different voice and way to to pave this way um, earlier in earlier in Luke in the first chapter you start with the prophecy of who uh, Zechariah's prophecy of who John's gonna be and in, in bringing um, paving this way for for the Messiah for the one to come. And, uh, and then you get over into who uh, John is in chapter three and, and the work that he begins to do. And uh, you, you find in verse four, this uh, uh, Isaiah speaking about John, about the one to come. Uh, and he says, he's going to be a voice shouting in the wilderness, preparing the way for the Lord's coming, clear the road for him. The valleys will be filled and the mountains and hills mid-level. Uh, the curves will be straightened, and the rough places made smooth, and all, and then all people will see the salvation sent from God. And it's it's really interesting that when we think about this line of of Jesus, um, that that Jesus would need anyone uh, to pave the way for him, to make room, to create a buzz, to do anything, because he's Jesus, right? Um, and and yet we have this this precursor, we have John um, to come in. And begin to stir the pot a little bit, if you will. Uh, I, I like to think of John as that as somebody who just comes in and and mixes it up, stirs it up, and and begins to unsettle the world around him, so that when Jesus comes in, he doesn't have to do that work. He just gets to come in and be Jesus. And and so I think how often do we have to do the same thing, right? That we we either need to do we do it for the um, for the people around us. We stir the pot a little bit so that that. Um, when somebody else comes in, they hear something different, right? Uh, or we even do it for ourselves through sermon series or conversations that we have. We intentionally stir the pot a little bit here and there so people hear what we really are wanting to say and do. Um, and so we do these kinds of things all the time in the church, and and John's one of those uh really scruffy, abrasive people that we get to look to and be like, ah, oh, today, today I get to wear a uh, camel and eat locusts and just go nuts, you know? And that that's a fun, that's a fun way to be, but it's a good reminder that, hey, sometimes in what we do, we stir the pot a little bit.
0: I always, and I, I said this in my, um, I do a Tuesday morning Bible study online with my associate pastor during Advent. We're having some fun with it. And I said this on Tuesday and I really believe, I really do believe John's the hype man for Jesus. Oh, for sure. hundred (laughs) percent. Like, like, and and I say that because I think of John, like this, like scruffy looking guy who's standing there and and he's talking to these people, he's baptizing, he's doing his thing. And, um, you know, um, and, and, he's like reciting this line of trying to get people excited, trying to get people like um, pumped up. Like, you know, I can kind of see it like, and, and you'd have to listen to, if you don't know what a hype man sounds like, I'm sure you could um, Google one Go- and listen. Google
1: to it. Lil John. <laughs> you'll get the, the essence of who John the baptizer is.
0: But, but I think if you, I think if you did that, like, and you did it in that, like, and you heard it, and you heard what a hype man sounds like and you like put that, that line that he's reading from the, the, prophet isaiah in in hype man mode it kind of gets you a little excited about the coming of jesus it does Um, and and i think that that's that's the thing that like we're now in this second advent we're in the second anticipation of waiting for christ to come back and um what are we doing to prepare the way i mean i know this is advent and we can you know we can make all sorts of comments and Oh we're doing this and this but like the reality is like how do our lives show that we're making room for God um, mm-hmm. today and I think that if we look at that and we think about that one it will cause us to rethink about a few things hopefully um but then the other will be um you know how how are people seeing Christ through you right um, and, and that's a that's kind of a that's a great way to I mean, it's kind of a nice spin on it. It's a nice new look on it in a way that opens our eyes just a little bit. And I think Mm -hmm. this week, if you're preaching it this week, I know Zach, you're preaching it this week, um, or you're preaching about John the Baptist this week. um, I think one of the things you could draw into is um, how are we being hype men for Jesus or hype people um, to be a little bit more, uh, more um, all inclusive. Um, And I think that when we think about that, how can we be, a hype man for Jesus. What are we doing? How are we helping people prepare their ways for the Lord? Like mm-hmm. um I you know, that that question that <laughs> um I've I've been thinking about it a lot this week is how is it with your soul? Mm-hmm. You know, that good old John Wesleyan uh group question. Um that's a good question for Advent. Um, you know, Advent originally was um supposed to be like Lent and supposed to be this long 40-day um, reflective meditational process and I kind of wish it would go back to that because mm-hmm. uh, I think we need that much more time. Now granted that would be more into Thanksgiving and you know I mean but I think if you did it right you could actually tie all that in um, right. how that would lead into um, pr- preparation. Um, but you know I, I think But, John, but you thought, look at what we do have with Advent right? In the season, in, in
1: the consumerism that that has engulfed advent and into christmas right advent is that intentional way to pave to make room before not that right for not the consumerism not the hype of christmas uh of what it is outside of the church but but it does it still makes that room um but yeah it's short
0: uh it's twenty twenty four 24 days <laughs> and i and i i don't even think we get a full like i really think you need a little bit longer i mean you know, you I don't disagree to, with that, um, and and maybe that might be something I think about next year. Is like, hey, mm-hmm. we're actually going to start it. Like, we don't have to decorate until first Sunday, the first official Sunday of Advent, but actually don't really start right. Um, no, because we have a beautiful cornucopia. that I'd hate yeah, to yeah. Like, shorten like. Well, what
1: what if we look at it this way, right? You know, we we can get Jesus, we we can get the birth of Christ here way too quick, right? We we can push that um, when it, when in reality it's December twenty fifth, but we we sometimes like to draw it into the middle of Advent with some of the things we do. But we can't start, I, I don't think we can start preparing that we can start Advent too soon, right? Because it is that time of preparation. Um, and maybe it looks different as we as we look through the middle of November and into Thanksgiving and what that kind of looks like with, with giving thanks and how do we prepare for that and then on into uh,
0: the rest of it. Well, and... And it's that preparation side that I think we don't take it seriously enough. um, No, because
1: we actually have to wait and slow down. And that's not what we're good at as a society.
0: (laughs) I know. I was a little disappointed when I ordered something yesterday from Amazon. I was expecting Mm -hmm. it to be here on Friday and it's not coming until Monday. I was a little bit perturbed, just a little bit perturbed. But then I realized like one, this is a busy time of season for those those men and women that um, are Mm -hmm. um, working in those kind of industries. And, you know, I'm Mm -hmm. not, I mean, granted, it's going to be here in time for Christmas, so I'm not as worried. But but um, you paid for two-day prime, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what I paid for and what I receive, I've learned in my life are always two totally different things. Totally different things. <laughs> um, so, you know, this week, how are you preparing yourselves um, to make room for God? Um, is we're almost halfway through Christmas, or the Advent season. Uh, I know Advent, <laughs> I know. I'm... Quit getting Jesus here too lately. I know I've been around secular people too much lately. (laughs) Um, But you know, this Advent is a season preparation. And so how are you preparing? How are you making room for Jesus where where Jesus will uh, make your path straight? Will um, the rough places will become smooth? Um, and people will see God's salvation, uh, in your life. How, how are you living that out? I think that's a good reflection for this week. Um, go on our website. Um, feel free to pick up some really great bearded theologians gear. we have you gone vintage bearded theologians today, uh, with two older shirts, um, that you, I think you can find most of these, on, actually both of these. Well, I know mine's a Zazzle, yours is a teespring shirt, but, uh, that graphic is on mm-hmm. our, um, our Zazzle site. And so you can buy a shirt that looks like Zach's or you can buy a shirt that looks like mine. Uh, this is the vintage shirt and we only know that way because there's no beard. It just has BT. Um, or you can buy one that actually has the beard and looks right. a lot cooler. Cool, um, cool. and, and so um, do that for a pastor friend or as a dirty Santa gift. It works really well for dirty Santa gifts. Um, I know it's white elephant up north or where you're from
1: it's white elephant everywhere no it's dirty <laughs> or secret santa, santa.
0: it's uh, secret santa is a whole different deal secret santa is where you get a name and that's true like, i'll give you that one you can, dirty santa i mean we i mean it's dirty santa from where i come from so so, bad. so for the beauty of legends i'm matt franks i'm zach Bechtold, and i really don't know why you would do that to santa
1: <sighs> thanks for checking us out <laughs>
0: We hope you've enjoyed the conversations that we've had today on the Bearded Theologians Beardcast, and we would encourage you to continue those conversations online at beardedtheologians.com or on our Facebook page. We also hope that you pick up a couple of coffee mugs to uh, satisfy your coffee mug collection. Have a good day.